This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. We're going to be reviewing a game that we were sent. Yeah. Full, this dis- was... full disclosure that we were sent this game. Yeah, um, but we were super excited to get it. It is called Mathery Multiply and Lovely Ladies Christine. Yeah. And I want to thank her very much for sending it to us. Yes, and it's from Wellesian Co. And um, she was just uh, such a delight to work with. She sent this to us to check out. It's a cross between multiplication table and, and sequence. Sequence. Like, so if you know Which sequence. we love sequence. So just a quick review about sequence. Remember, it's a bunch of cards. And there's different versions of it. But the adult version is is a 52-card deck. And they have all the cards uh, listed in like sort of a grid-like format, similar to like bingo. Mm-hmm. And you are drawing cards and you're playing cards and you're trying to, you know, connect fours. Sort of like a connect You're four. trying to put down chips in a row. In a row, diagonally, vertically, side by side. Um, you can imagine the exact same scenario, but with your multiplication tables. And so you have yeah. uh, uh, factors in the center of the board, kind of in these beautiful colored round circles of all the various factors uh, from one times one all the way up to 12 times 12. And they are color coded based on the probability of those numbers mm-hmm. coming up. And she has a, a number of modifications to the game. And I think, how many dice are there? Six? Yeah, five, there's, five so dice? there's five dice. Five dice. So there's there's multiple ways to play, but the basic way, that the, or the main way to play, uh, this is two to four players. So you would roll all five dice, and then you look at the product of any two dice, and you put your chip on that. So the reason for the colored um, square or colored circles that are different probabilities is so that you know oh, I should probably take one that's more rare if I get it so that I can... You're trying to get four in a row, either horizontally, vertically, or diagonally. Uh, But you can... We played five, and that was actually quite challenging as adults. Yeah. So you can take down the number of dice. You can start from two dice and work your way up. Um, So really great. Like doing five dice, you have to make five different multiplication products. Inside your head. And then you have to find it those numbers on the board. Yeah, inside your head and then find the numbers and think about it. So it was terrific multiplication practice. Yeah, a lot lot of brain work in this one. Um, If you've got a young student, obviously this is not for very early learners. This is definitely for a a student. What's the age range? I think it's above second, third, fourth grade, that type of thing where they're just starting to learn their multiplication tables. But, you know, obviously it can stretch up, you know, into... I mean, I, I, as an adult, I enjoyed playing this. I was like, okay, wait a minute, 11 times... Okay. You know, like I was trying to, I mean, definitely we were helping each other a little bit with it. One of the things I really like about this is that uh, it does have multiple modes to play. So there's two to four mm-hmm. players. So there's either two player directly or four player if you do teams. And then there's a one player variant that's, uh, there's both a timed one and a scored version. She's got a couple, a couple of others. There's a two to four player competitive scoring version where you're trying to be the first team to get to 500 points. Yeah, if you can think like a Zeus on a loose type of thing. Right, yeah. and it actually, so so that's cool because that benefits higher products, which mm-hmm. are more difficult to do. In your head, so yeah. yeah, so you're getting, you're, you're benefiting on that. Um, then there's also a speed play where so two players are rolling two dice each trying to, to do the products as quick as they can and then place their chips to get their four in a row. Uh, and then there's a cooperative play where you're trying to get nine. So 
there's just so many different ways to play. If if you have a kid that's struggling with multiplication, this is perfect. There aren't mm. very many multiplication games on the market. First of all, there's tons of addition and subtraction stuff. Tons. But there really isn't a lot for this, which is uh, when we talked to the, the creator, she said that she was working with her own child. And there just were so few multiplication games on the market that she actually decided to create this one herself. Yeah, you can you can always remember if you if you remember back to when you were doing your multiplication tables, you know, you're just cranking through example problems. Oh, here's the fifty example problems you have to do. Yeah, and, so and it boring. can become very, you know, mundane and you get kind of lost and you end up making mistakes. And mm-hmm. this is also useful for any student who's getting into um, higher level algebra, like an algebra two or if you're getting into where you have to start doing some factoring, um, any any type of um, uh, FOIL method, if you have a student who's, who's you know struggling a little bit with learning their FOIL method with products, um, it, those are can be sticking points, especially when you start throwing in variables into right. your equations. They can forget their multiplication Because you're going backwards in that way, right? Yeah. You're taking a number, and then you have to break it out into its parts. So, yeah. so having not just... Okay, well, I know that eleven times six is sixty-six, but having sixty-six in your head and knowing all the ways it would break apart. Yeah, like thirty. Yeah, thirty-three times two, right? You right, can do all that the as different well. things. Yeah. And so having that ability to crunch those factors very fast is a mm-hmm. great skill, and and doing it in a speed manner with the dice, I, I thought was really nice. And plus, yeah. you get you get five twelve-sided dice. Yeah. How useful is that yeah a lot these are of really other good quality yeah. and then and then good quality um small clear clear circle tokens yep. for the for the spaces which i thought was really cool so I, I think that this is great especially if you have any kid who's struggling like you say with multiplication it's just a big worksheet full of product full of problems and they just crank through 50 problems and yeah. it's it's the most boring way to practice multiplication. If you got a student who's doing this and you're about to drop, you know, for three or four tutoring lessons, you know, you can go for two or two tutoring lessons and go ahead and get this game and play yeah. the game with your student and see if you can spark that interest in the multiplication table. She gives you also a chart to, you know, show the multiplication table. So mm-hmm. if they forget one, they can obviously reference the chart. Um, very helpful. I think she she's we've talked with her a little bit about maybe some developing some new things in the future with the game. Yeah, I think she's really excited. This game right now is something that's um, being self-published and that she's looking to expand and grow. So it's really feels it's 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 a game. But we also said it's more of like a, a learning tool as opposed to. Like it's a game, but it's also it's a game, but it's also manipulative because it has all these dice in it, and there's a lot of things that you could do with twelve sided dice. So I felt like, yeah, this was a game, but also a math manipulative both. Uh, I think it's terrific. I Uh, love how you can scale the difficulty too. Like what what mm -hmm. we said earlier with the two dice, Mm -hmm. you can really take the urgency of the game down by going down in the dice, and you can really have fun with your learner. You can even bring in, you know little people or you can bring in like you know lego characters and stuff and you can really have like a good imaginative play with it great little board great little game nice little dice we we really had a fun we actually <laughs> ariel and i ended up playing it for about 20 30 minutes <laughs> we were like trying all these different ways to play and you know us being stem people we were we were very much uh into it because we have you're right we have not seen a multiplication game most games stick with math and addition 
yeah. that is basically their bread bread and butter right you, there. The only time I've ever really seen multiplication used in a game, like uh, King uh, Domino is a good King, example. Uh, but also uh, Lost, uh, uh, Lost Cities does a little bit of a right, multiplication. Right, there's a little bit of multiplication, but Lost Cities has got a little bit higher numbers, but uh, for like King Domino, it's usually you're dealing with, you know, six or seven maybe at most with 12 sided die you're, you get up to the 12s and 12s we were getting into some ones where i was like okay 12 times so 5, 12 okay. times 11 uh 11 times 10 you know those, yeah, those 11 real times high 11 ones i i like, had the struggle is it, a sec is it 132 or is it 121 <laughs> you start yeah, thinking about it yeah yeah so i thought that was great because i haven't seen any multiplication uh, I've I've only seen lower level multiplication mm-hmm. used as a standard in and, other games. And, and and Lost Cities does lower level because they have the one, two, and three scalar multipliers on top of the number. So you'll have a larger number, but with the multiplier being lower. Right. Yeah. But this right. was nice how you got the the higher multi, uh, the higher factor on this. It's it's really I, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a it was a win for us. Yeah, it was a clever it was a clever way to teach multiplication mm-hmm. tables. Uh, I think that if you have any student who's going to be learning that you know, there's lots of folks who would say, oh, don't, don't have your kids memorize multiplication tables. They need to be able to figure it out. And it's like, I believe in memorizing multiplication tables. I think it's a good way to go because as you say, we, we've been through quite a bit of math. Matt, Matt has half a master's degree in math. I've been through four levels of college math to get my engineering degree. Uh, if I did not have my multiplication tables memorized, I, I would have been in trouble for all that upper level it's, math. It's that it's a very similar debate with the phonics versus the sight words, right? So when yeah. you're first learning to read, you're doing a lot of phonetics. But when you're an adult, you're just doing flat out sight words. But when you hit a word you don't know, you sound it out. It's very similar to this. Like at first, you're, you have to crunch through your multiplication. You know, have to learn how to do it and everything. But once you've memorized it, you should be able to just jam it out. And this is, I think, that kind of game that will get you to jam it out. Like you're right. starting to memorize and you're starting to hit those numbers. You, you, you work it fast. And being able to work things fast correctly mm-hmm. gives you an enormous amount of confidence i can't tell you how many people i have tutored at the algebra algebra 2 pre-calculus calculus level that what they they just struggle with the basic math and yeah. they're and they're already into this more complex abstract level of thinking i mean algebra 2 is not i don't think it's very hard but you know if you're lacking adding negative numbers or you're lacking your basic multiplication tables, you're already a step behind. Right. And these are these base level, um, ground level things that you need to have mastery of mm-hmm. before you can really feel like you have the confidence to do that. Because when you get into a, you know, you, you work with a student who, you know, you're acting the, asking them to factor out an equation and they're struggling not just with the abstract idea of doing FOIL or something of that nature, but they're also struggling with their multiplication. They're also struggling with their addition. You're already two or three steps behind. Like, how do you teach them the nuance of of seeing the number, the right answer, when they're struggling with the basics? And these type of games, like Mathery and um, you know, mastering your addition and subtraction, mastering your addition and subtraction of negative numbers, um, and the multiplication, and then on top of that, multiplication of negative numbers. All of that builds on itself, and it's so important to get these base skills right, especially when you're starting to get into those, you know, late elementary, early middle school, and into the high school level. These are the type of games that if your kid is struggling and they're not really good at sitting down doing 500 math questions. I liked doing that when I was younger, but 
That was just because I'm weird and I like math. <laughs> but <laughs> You're weird. You're I'm weird. weird. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a weird one. But a game like this, I would have played in a heartbeat. Well, in high yeah, school. yeah. We en- you enjoyed playing it. I now. really you love, enjoy. I really love math enjoy. games, and I love playing with numbers. And I love thinking about numbers. You know that 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 maybe because I'm I like physics and math and all that. That was the track I took. Um, but this is a type of game that I think you know even somebody who's struggling with math can actually start to have a little bit of fun with it because mm-hmm. anytime you can bring the fun into things I, I really think it it gets you past those things especially when you know we're talking about getting kids into stem getting kids into to math upping your math numbers you know um getting over a lot of the there's a lot of issues with math for a lot of people and there's a lot yeah. of people talking about how math the way it's taught can keep some people from excelling in it and yeah. we want to make sure that these kids you know they don't feel that negativity in these type of subjects. I think games like this is a perfect way to get around that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Highly recommended from us. Mathery Multiply. So definitely check out the link in the show notes mm-hmm. uh, because this is a this is a really, really great game. And thank you so much to Wells & Co. for sending it to us. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!